the vibe check. I passed the vibe check. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Welcome to I See Things a Little Differently. Welcome to the Monday show. We're going to bring JT in a second, but we, in the time span of, I believe, 10 days, we will have had three pay-per-views, PLEs, whatever you want to call them. We started off with No Surrender from TNA. We started off with Elimination Chamber Match, or we, we got to Elimination Chamber Match, excuse me, and next week will be Sting's Retirement at Revolution. So, with that being said, two of the three shows are knocked out. I think both shows had some very noteworthy things. Um, that happened on them. Also, we can't forget New Japan. It's at New Japan Beginnings. We've had Matt Riddle get gold. We've had Nick Nemeth get gold. A lot of things happening in the world of professional wrestling. So if you don't necessarily like one company, every company is making some noise at this moment. And this is the perfect time to make noise. You have WWE's biggest show of the year. Now we are on the path to it. We have four matches locked in for sure. They're all title matches. They're all for world championships. Big, But we also got a tease. And I want to get JT's thoughts on this. We got a huge tease. And I don't think it's for a singles match. I think it's for a tag team match. So with that being said, let's bring JT in. So what were your first thoughts? Not any matches, just overall, what were your first thoughts of Elimination Chamber in Perth, JT? Um, besides being uh, fascinated by the the look, the fifty two thousand in the uh, in Silverdome and watching it on uh, of that, the crowd decides to end. Rhea Ripley have another outstanding in her homeland for the first time in seven years in in her home country. Those were my first impressions of. of. My first thoughts were, I mean, look here. Whenever you do a show overseas these shows these people excuse me have been so uh starved out from not getting shows for many many years now in fairness there wasn't the setup that they have now where these com- these countries are paying wwe to come before it's like hey we have to book this show and we gotta do this and do this but this, at, i get why the preliminary or the uh the primary focus was on this country the u.s you're always going to have something different with these shows because the crowd will feel make it feel more special. You know, let's not mistake this here. Elimination Chamber is very much a C-tier show. <laughs> um, usually, it's going to be the most predictable show of the year just simply because they're, they're staying the course. Usually, they're staying the course to get you to WrestleMania. Um, but I love watching these shows. One day, I would love to go somewhere doesn't matter where and just feel that atmosphere um as i've been to wrestlemania's but like going to a show like this where they just make it feel special uh even more special than i completely get it um now let's get into it what let's get into let's get into the main event rhea ripley main eventing her first ever pay-per-view if i'm not mistaken mistaken excuse me uh, defending her women's world championship against Nia Jax. What were your thoughts on that? To sell, Rhea showed up, you know, some different moves. There was more meat on the bone, in particular. That didn't impress me the most, but those matches pretty much held their own. Nia country in front of her family, since she put on 
it put a, it, you know, that. And I think Maya did well as well in her role. She's been a little bit stronger. Um, and I actually would love to see them go at it again. That's a whole other thing. Interesting. Um, but I did, you know, <clears throat> love them being a victim. I think they, they held it down. And it's good to see our ladies. Um, I love where it's going. And I love the setup to what WrestleMania can be. Several different ways, several different matches. But, yeah, big up to Rhea Ripley for, you know, giving us some different stuff in this match against Nia and retaining, eating up the, you know, the home cooking from the home crowd. <laughs> I like that. Um, to me... Uh, this was the best Nia Jax match, match she's ever had. Um, and she's worked with some great women. She's worked with everybody. She's worked with Asuka. She's worked with Charlotte Flair. Uh, she's, it's just, I think Nia, I won't, I'm not going to sit here and be like everyone else and knock her. Uh, I think Nia just is one of those people that, it, it's, it's going to take her time. Like, people people don't remember, people don't even really talk about how bad Mark Henry was. Mark Henry was bad for years. They first signed Mark Henry in 1995. At that time, it was the biggest contract in WWE history. This dude, I think, got a million dollars a year simply because he was an Olympian. And this dude did not get good, in my opinion, until like 2005. They sent this guy back down to OVW like three to four times. He was awful. And when you see what he did with himself later on, it's just like, oh, okay, you can if you keep working towards it. So... I believe she can have that story for herself. Um, but overall, it's what I expected. Um, so I don't really have much on top of that. It's just, you no, know, I'm, I'm happy that the women did get to main event. And as you said, they allowed the, the spotlight to uh, just engulf the women on this, on this night. Uh, let's keep it with the women. Um, what were your thoughts on... The women's elimination chamber match. And go for the title and the goal. I, you know, the thing I love about there, who was gonna, who was gonna be that survivor? Uh, I love Liv Morgan in this match, and you're left wondering what, what's next? How will she get to her WrestleMania moment now? Bianca Belair, especially with her built to a, a real. Um, I was really, you know, I was really impressed in this match because I think even wrestling that match with all the moving parts and everything that goes along with the high spots. Affinity ended up going out first. I expected her to last a little bit. I actually had Tiffany going out first, but I was eliminated. And WWE got so many moving parts and so many storylines that you think, well, what's next or what's this? Even though we have some answers and they put plenty of 40, um, you know, and there's some others that weren't particular core, any more questions than answers. But I love, you know, the chamber match and what they did with it. So my thoughts are, well, I watched Tiffany Stratton from day one in NXT. I love her honesty about herself. I remember she did an interview a couple of years ago that some people were, I mean, once again, we live in the age of everyone has an opinion. And if we're being honest, some people should have opinions as high as their credit score, which is not good. Um, so you shouldn't have one. Um, but I remember she did an interview a couple of years ago where she was brutally honest. Like someone asked her, hey, do you, do you want to go to the main roster? She said, no, I'm not ready for that. I need to do. I need to do a better job of selling. I need to do a better job of this. Like she was just breaking down herself, and I remember watching her. And in that time span, she looked. She's she's gotten to be really good, and she's only gonna get better. She's only like 22, 23 years old. Um, so she has a lot more to give. Um, and so I'm not surprised they kept her in it as long as they did. I'm not surprised that Naomi took the pin earlier because really, dude, let's be let's be honest, bro. Naomi has had a hell of a career going from a funk funkadactyl 
to tag team champions to women's tag team cha- to women's champion. She's won the Andre Giant Battle Royal. Like I don't know what her path is for WrestleMania, but I think like she is said she doesn't need to shine as much as these other women needed it. You know who I don't get, and they're they they're they're really trying. But I think Triple H did a better job with her in NXT. Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez, she doesn't she's not a good babyface because she doesn't to me when I see her smiling, it looks like she's trying to smile. Some people are natural natural smilers. I'm gonna use the sports analogy here. If anyone who here who listens to this is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, whenever you watch Heinz Ward, he would always be smiling. That's just the way he looked, right? When I seen Raquel Rodriguez in NXT, she looked like uh, just an unforgiving prick. And that's what got her over. People forget her history with Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's never beaten this woman until she got on her main roster, but she wasn't over enough to beat Rhea Ripley. Like, to me, Triple H did a better job with her in NXT, so I'm hoping they kind of tweak her character to make her, not everybody has to be a heel, but the smiling thing just doesn't work for everybody as well. And the last thing I'll say is, as far as Bianca Belair, her direction was was messed up once Charlotte Flair went down. Because I still believe that the, their match, they were going to have a one-on-one singles match. Because I don't know if you remember this, JT, but two years ago, when Bianca Belair was a... Uh, no, when Charlotte was champion, on a random Raw, she was defending the title against Bianca Belair... And she had refused to beat her. As a matter of fact, she had told Vince McMahon, "Hey, um, I want to lose because she's so good. I should be. I should be losing to her." And the compromise they came up with was a DQ uh, loss for Charlotte. But she, Charlotte wanted to lose. I think this was going to be her time to shine and defeat one on one cleanly, um, Charlotte Flair. And as far as Liv goes, I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. I don't get any of the gimmick. Like she's pretty, I guess. She's definitely grown. She just doesn't do it for me, honestly, if I'm just being honest, you know. Um, but she's definitely grown as a wrestler. Overall, the right person won. This is the match they've been teasing for, like, the last six months. And it's the it's the biggest match they can do because if you look at Rhea Ripley's title uh, defenses and title, like, this entire year, it has not been impressive. She needs a win against an established wrestler like the man, like Becky Lynch, in order to solidify this years-long title reign. Who she lose it to? I have no clue. But she needs this win, and she needs this match with Ripley to prove that her title reign is not a fluke. She won it in a hell of a tradition, a hell of a match against Charlotte, but it's been awful. Her reigns, I, I haven't enjoyed much about her reign, unfortunately. So, with that being said, what were your thoughts on the men's chamber match? Uh, finishing thought on what you just said. Who's okay. it real? Who's it real? Lose to and then SummerSlam. And okay. I think the build up to why they're holding her out must unpack. I wonder if Randy Orton is still dealing with a back injury or he just majorly just his master class. If it was a lot of that, um, I hope it is the master class of selling any kind of spasms or anything with that back that I love to see him in right now. He love to hate him. Um, lose because he mm-hmm. full circle. The most disappointing part of this was that Barbie, Bobby Lashley wasn't a lot more efficient. He kind of held the course of <coughs> the, excuse me, the injury <coughs> and the course on that elbow and the arm continuing that mode. <coughs> AJ Styles out of nowhere just totally 
getting L.A. Knight, AJ Styles. It was one of the best RKO's ever, just out of nowhere. Logan Paul. Um, and let me not forget Kevin Owens, man. The way that he was coming out that pod, you know, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. When I get up out of here, who he was, especially toward Logan Paul, Paul, just for the physicality, the mental, and on the mic, um, all the way around. So I'm marking out best, you know, for him, but... The results and it lines up with what's you know coming in WrestleMania season, but I think the guys did a great job overall in the chamber. Um, to me, I'm still holding out hope. I'm still sniffing that good old hopium. I'm on a hopium that maybe we get a fatal four way match for that U.S. title. Only not because I think this, the two singles matches will be bad, but because I really just think LA Knight. Man, I would love to see him get that spotlight at WrestleMania and get some gold. You know. Um, Randy Orton, he's definitely, he is definitely deceptive. And look, he learned from one, two of the best to ever do it in Triple H and Ric Flair. So, like, I don't think his back is still hurt. I think that's just, the, he's selling really well, you know. Um, this dude said he wants to go another 10 years. I think he's like 44 or 45 or whatever. I'm sure he can. Um, but my thoughts was the right person won. And look, Drew McIntyre is what John Moxley and Sheeta were to, to AEW. They they won titles and they carried companies under this ridiculous circumstances, and all three were all three were very very good champions even when there was no people in the crowd. We've seen John Moxley win the title two more times since then. We've seen Sheeta win the title two more times since then with fans in the building. So they've had their moment. I have I I hope Drew gets gets this moment too. Now here's my thing. I'm also hoping. Because this, this side of Drew, I can deal with. I've said this before to you. I, I wasn't a big fan of Drew McIntyre. My most vivid memories of Drew, like the parts I liked of Drew, were of 3MB. It's because I always find his character to be very, I guess, boring. But to me, And that's that's harsh. But like for me, once I started seeing him more in TNA and showing more of his actual personality, I, I prefer that Drew. It, it goes back to the Raquel Rodriguez thing. I guarantee you they show, let her show her personality. It would come off much cleaner, much better. To me, Drew will... I, I believe the bloodline will be the cause of Seth Rollins losing that World Heavyweight Championship to Drew McIntyre. But you know what would be even better, JT? Is if you drive Drew McIntyre even more into madness. He wins the World Championship. He finally beats Seth Rollins. And then Senior Money in the Bank cashes in and has his moment. That would be fantastic. That would drive this Drew McIntyre, this version of him... Just beyond crazy. I can only imagine what we'll see with him after that. But overall, I don't know what Kevin Owens' direction is. I, I mean, He deserves a direction. Kevin Owens is one of the best to ever do it, period. Um, but I'm also just still sniffing and hoping that LA Knight's going to somehow be a part of a title match. Don't get me wrong. Having a match with LA, uh, with LA Knight and AJ Styles will be fantastic. I just would like to see kind of them doing more. And we may end up getting a four-way match because... I can only imagine how much time they're going to have. And don't get me wrong, WrestleMania is like five hours each night. But um, uh, who, who who knows that they're going to have... Who knows how... With this whole Rock thing hanging over, Dwayne Johnson hanging over this WrestleMania, I just don't know where they're going to go with this now, you know? Um, so those are my thoughts on it. Um, and if you have any final thoughts too, that's cool. But you can, once you say those, let's move on to the next match, which is the tag team title match. Tell me what you think. Yeah. There was a moment that I felt like some point is going to happen, but I actually like I like love the fact that they let Pete. Judgment Day is strong, strong. I don't know is that I, I've seen I've seen them losing the belts before. 
they get to WrestleMania just because you got probably going another direction and fun at some point with that. But it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, man, because there's so many moving parts in this still for what's going to happen. Because on the outside looking in, you got CM Punk coming back in a couple of months. You also have Sami Zayn. What are we going to do with him? What's going to happen? What's going to be his next direction? I would thought of him. What matches he going to get into? So it's still a lot to do. Uh, so I'll start with the Sami Zayn thought. He's going to. He's definitely challenging Gunther for the Intercontinental title. The storyline they're doing with him, like, at first I thought they were going to throw him in the World Championship match. But last week on Raw, he said, I'm putting a pause on my feud with Drew McIntyre. Once he said that, I said, I know where they're going now. And in my opinion, they're going with Gunther versus Sami Zayn, which is going to be... That's going to be not just one of the matches of the year or one of the matches of the night. That's going to be one of those matches that's going to drain the WrestleMania crowd. Because Sami Zayn is so beloved, and people truly see themselves in Sami Zayn, that every near fall is going to mean something. And so I believe that's the direction they're going with Sami Zayn. As far as the Judgment Day goes, I actually, I'm once again sniffing hopium, I'm going to believe that our truth will get his moment. This dude is top five over in the company. He's top ten selling merch. I'm going to stick with my guns and say, our truth the awesome truth they win the tag team titles at WrestleMania, which will cause the implosion of the Judgment Day. I'm, 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 and I'm believing it's going to cause the implosion of the Judgment Day because Finn Balor accidentally nails Damian Priest with something. I, I, I just, I have to believe that this dude, Truth, is over everywhere he goes. And this dude, he, to me, him and Eric Young, Eric Young with TNA, they are, as corny as it sounds, they are truly like the, the underdogs that people just genuinely like, you know? And I just think R-Truth, who's never had a WrestleMania moment, why not give him that moment? Miz, he's made events at WrestleMania, you know? Why not give Truth that moment? It's a, it's, a, it's a tag team titles. It makes sense in the story in which they're telling. Why not? So, but that's just me. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm actually just, I don't know if you know this, JT, I'm a diehard Ron Killings fan. I've been a fan of his since the... The minute I saw him as, uh, uh, what, what was he? K-Quick. I, I don't know why I fell in love with him, but I did. I, I just have always had a soft spot for him. And I just think that he just, I don't know, man. I just uh, just really enjoy what he does. And, and the fact that he put so much pride into it. So, um, last thoughts. L- last things I'll say is, uh, well, a last thoughts on the pay-per-view will, will be, what were, your, what were your thoughts on the Grayson Waller effect and Cody Rhodes' challenge? Kept that Grayson Waller effect as an email. And then holds the 15 minutes that we can't get back. I mean, so much is what Cody came out and said. You know, I want to challenge The Rock anywhere, you know, anywhere, anytime, any place. They got that in, in, you know, in the Adam, P, Adam Pierce. Because that whole segment, man, at the end of the day, <clears throat> we could have used that and added it on to a chamber or, um, you know, one of those other matches because in that segment, it's like, what do we in the narrative other than Cody responded to The Rock who wasn't going to be there anyway and they already gave me the disclaimer on it. He was, if they wanted to get my man over in his home country again and give him a spotlight, they could have done a little bit better job, you know, setting that up and just saying, hey, I want to fight The Rock. Like, nah, man, you, you could have a little bit more thought into that segment, you know, and something to roll off of because just leaving it like that, you know, and Seth, I mean, love what Seth said, we got the insight that he, you know, he's going to be clear and we know that, you know, he's going to be defending the title. But outside of that, the things that could have been, for as much as we got out of that segment, it could have just been in the email format. First of all, that's hilarious. 
Second of all, right, it's hilarious. Um, so I know why they did it because they had promised CM Punk and CM Punk got hurt. And Perth had specifically asked if they could have Dwayne The Rock Johnson on the show. But once they had to change plans, because I, I do believe Rock was going to be on this show until they had to change course because the fans, you know, completely crapped on their original idea. I believe they're trying to give them, give them something. Do I think they could have done a better job of getting the uh, old boy over Waller? Of course. He's, to me, I've never liked these segments where the heel person that's interviewing you gets beat. I've never liked them. Do you know why? I would love to say it's because I'm an old school guy. No, but because it makes sense. It wouldn't have made sense in the 80s for Piper, who had his own show, Piper's Pit, to always have someone get over on him. That's why you have the iconic moment of him nailing Snooker, uh, Snooker with that coconut, right? It, would, it just wouldn't have made sense if Snooker always got like the last laugh on him. Now we've reversed that because everyone has to always leave smiling, I guess. I don't know. But to me, the only thing this did was set up a tag team match. <clears throat> the only thing this did was let me know, in my opinion, there because we already saw this past Monday, the bloodline screw over Cody and Seth, and and and, and that just and, and I said the J, but also the thing they did on on Monday, which we haven't seen since last April, Cody Rhodes took his first pinfall in almost a year. That's how that's how rare he loses. So like we've already seen where this is going. This is clearly into a tag team match. This is gonna be very interesting. You have your your top people working double duty, you know. So I wonder how they're gonna work this out. I, I wonder how and also. If, there, if it's why things going to happen, you're kind of screwing over the ladies again because that if, if you're putting The Rock in a match, it's main event to WrestleMania. First of all, let me make this clear, JT. I don't want to see this tag team match. We've talked about this in private. I don't want to see this match. I ain't asking for this match, but there are some people who want this tag team match. Um, but to me, that's all I did was set this up, so I do agree with you. Um, my, my, my overall thoughts, and I'll leave you with your overall thoughts on the show as well, as far as just how it builds to WrestleMania. To me, it was a typical build. I'm glad they didn't do a swerve just for the sake of doing a swerve. I'm glad Australia got their pay-per-view. And I'm also glad that um, the right people got a chance to shine because to me, when I see certain people and you see the work they're putting in, it just makes me say, man, like, they, they're, 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 I see deserve, they're earning this. But like, you get what I'm saying? Like, to see Drew get a shine. I love Tiffany Stratton, everything she's doing. You know, Becky Lynch has been mid-card Lynch for a while now. Now it's her time to it's, it's time for her to go back to being the man. She's been put on the back burner for a while, you know. And now we we need our technically, in my opinion, right now she's the number one player. And if it's true what the rumors are saying about uh Mercedes Monet, me and JT will get to that in a second, um, then she is the number one player with Charlotte Flair being out. So um, I'm glad she she's back to being off the bench. So what are your final overall thoughts on this? And are you excited for the road to WrestleMania still? Or are you kind of like, eh? Excited for the road to WrestleMania. Glad that we got to Australia. Um, I think it was the most predictable pay-per-view to get on the road to WrestleMania. I'm moving forward, a lot of things that uh, we can unpack. Double up, especially when you got so much talent in the company to do that. It's going to be interesting to see where that goes, when that's made official. Night one, you know, 
you want for night two as far as the main event, main event. Hmm. For those that's not coming back, for those that are not on both nights, this is why you're doing this tag team match and it's a main event, which Nia Jackson, Becky Lynch, your main event for night one. Just my opinion. Um, but this is what I'm thinking. As far as The Rock, I think the whole thing, you know, is complicated him because he's going to be around for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, so why not turning on Ray on Roman? Why do we have to have a tag team match in order for that to happen? Build up to WrestleMania. Me and Jay, they shine because I'm pretty sure they're going to put on some of the other elements because we're going to get a tag team match that's going to turn into a cluster 15, 20 minutes back on my life because something that would just kind of look like it's kind of put together. Ultimately, all I want to see is Cody, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns and Cody finishing his story the throne in Roman Reigns. The other person we left out that I just thought about, who is going to challenge for the IC belt? Oh, I, thought I already said it. I think it's Sammy. All right, I think it's Sammy all the way. Um, Because come close, come close, come close. I'm short to overcome, you know, overcome. He's one of the strongest heels and one of the strongest IC champs. Becoming world champ in 24, to be honest with you. Oh, I mean, at this point, he is doing more for the Intercontinental title than he's doing for him. So I by far believe he's going to be a world heavyweight champion. If not by SummerSlam, I would be surprised earlier. I wouldn't be surprised if it's earlier. You know, um, for me personally, like I said, I said earlier with the whole Sami Zayn thing. I truly believe that's where they're they're going with the, it's hit in his direction. Um, and look, the night one feel to me. If you since you have since you have two nights of WrestleMania, the night one feel should not feel like the night to feel it should feel differently that's something that i've enjoyed about these two night wrestlemanias is is that it's all felt so very different each night it wasn't the same to me that's the purpose of it we have different talent showcasing and doing different things and to me that's the advantage you have in some cases if you don't have the proper talent working it could be an anchor but you know that's why you have two nights of wrestlemania to me it should feel different like to me i i would me I don't know how I'm gonna feel when I actually get to Philadelphia on night two and I'm actually in the stadium. I don't, I don't, I can't speak to how I know. I feel like I'm gonna have goosebumps because for me, being such a fan of the roads, being such a fan of Cody, I feel like that's all. I mean, I've told you this before. That's the only reason I'm going. I want to see if they're gonna put pull the trigger and let Cody. I know it's getting, I know it's saying's old. I know it's a meme now, but I would love to see if they you know let him finish the story. For me, night one, it would. I'm debating on even going because I don't need to see a tag team match. Now, could it be going for the, the, the WrestleMania 14 moment where you had Mike Tyson turn on Shawn Michaels? You could very well have that. Do we need to see that? No. But Rock is also the same person, even though he's healed now. Rock has made it be known. I said this on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Rock has made it known he's a brand now. He does not want to be seen as a heel. He knows that his money and his, his brand is more about looking like the good guy. But the thing is, at the end of the day, man, Roman's, everyone that Rock is going to be in the ring with is going to be a face compared to him because Roman's about to be one of the biggest baby faces of all time. People are, you can feel it. People are so ready for him to turn, uh, to turn face. They're just waiting for it, you know? So my overall thoughts is just, you know, I think it was a good, I think it was a decent show. Um, I was not waking up at five in the morning to watch it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, um, I'm glad Perth got their pay-per-view. So, with that being said, I'm going to transition now. Let's talk about AEW Revolution. I have not done predictions yet. I'm about to, I, as we record this, 
I was, we were going to record on Sunday. I kind of pulled a, a, a U-turn on him and asked him if he could record it on Saturday. I already have a show lined up that's going to come out later tonight. Um, but I did not do Revolution Predictions because I wanted to get your thoughts on Revolution, early thoughts, and just get predictions on the matches. Uh, you have a few more minutes on Inya? Yeah, uh, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see how this... Yep. You got the stuff that's going on with the, you know, the tag straps. What happened? Are we going to get a predictable outcome? Mm. Speak the word. Swerve Strickland. Three-way match. Is, he, is it his time to unseat Samoa Joe? Do we go another direction? To the promo the other night, the Warlord dropped. It's like, oh, are you finna get a push? Like, pretty much said, you dominated everybody. You're the guy that can see particular, you know, um, you know, promo, I'm like, oh, okay, uh, I'm ready for the same. But, you know, with the other, some of the other stuff, man, it's kind of like, and, and all that, it's like, man, I mean, MJF, Dread War to sit in or a strong revolution, or their promises to be the game changer for AEW because of depending Sasha Banks. Yeah, man, a lot of questions. I believe it's going to be a strong show. I believe, I do believe MJF taking a break, which he needed to, because he, he went from being underexposed to overexposed. Because him and Adam Cole got over so so hot. And so I do believe this break will help MJF out. Jericho, I don't know if he's treading water necessarily. But Jericho always tries to be in stuff. But if you actually look at it, and I'm, there's no bigger Jericho fan than me. But if you actually look at a lot of his stuff, it's just not very good. Because he's constantly trying to put himself into feuds. And a lot of times it, it feels very manufactured with Jericho. Um, nowadays, and I also we gotta be honest here. Those allegations that stem from whatever happened with him and Kylie Ray, supposedly, you know, now they're putting him on rampage and they're uh, doctoring up the booze or the, 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 the cheers or whatever. He is just he's in a place now where he needs to be a, a heel. You know, fans are not gonna stop booing this guy. You know, because those are some serious accusations. You know, um, whether true or not. Anyways, but I do agree. I do think this is gonna be a strong show. I, I think I, I, I also think. Last thing we'll say before we get into the predictions, that's the other thing too. Like, is Mercedes Monet actually going to be the one that debuts in Boston? Uh, what uh, two weeks after Revolution? Right now, Tony Khan has not promised anything. You know, he has just said that hey, we have big business happening. It's, it's a lot of signs are there, so you would think that you know. Um, She's coming in, but right now we only know that they have Will Ospreay. Okada has not officially air quotes, no air quotes. You can see me doing air quotes. She's not officially signed in. He's not officially signed anywhere, as we know. And Mercedes Monet has not officially signed anywhere. So we have a, a ton of questions um, and not enough answers. But I'm sure we'll get some answers. And as far as the whole Swerve thing goes, I think if they have to make this match one on one between Swerve and Joe, I think we see a, 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 a messed up finish somehow. Because I don't think they're ready to the bell of Joe, and they shouldn't be. He's doing a fantastic job. And I don't think they want Swerve to take a loss so soon. Um, and he shouldn't. And I still think Swerve is getting that belt. Um, but uh, it's one of those things where there's a, there's a lot of things that need to be answered. And I, I will be in attendance for that one, too, so I'm excited for that. But let's go with the predictions. We have a Meat Madness match. Person to be determined. Will Hobbs and Wardlow. Who you got in this match, JT? Taking Hobbs. Taking Hobbs in this one, even though 
my heart says Warlow, but you know, I, I'm thinking I'm going upset from this one. Hobbs gets the victory with the help from uh, from outside. I'm gonna stick with Warlow only because that promo that Warlow cook uh, uh, spoke was a promo of his life. That promo to me, if that promo did not wake up Tony Khan and his booking of Warlow, I don't know what will. And he's 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 literally taking this man and saying, "Hey." WWE, just sign him to a big fat contract and take him off my hands. That that promo was the best promo he's ever done. So, I'll see with Wardlow. In the TNT Championship match, Christian Cage, speaking of runs of his life, will defend against Daniel Garcia. Who you got? Run right now. And I think he holds on to the belt uh, for a while. Um, Garcia will do well. It'll be a great match with Eddie Guerrero and his prom. Mm. Just... Great promos, so the heel that always seems to survive by the skin of his teeth, or the same way here, Reverend. I do as well. I, I, I think that I, I, I think that Edge is going to get Edge. Adam Copeland's going to get a longer run with that TNT Championship. He's not done with Christian Cage just yet. In a Continental Championship match, we have Eddie Kingston defending against Brian Danielson. These two have been feuding since the last year, and. And now the disrespect that Brian has showed, Eddie Kingston, uh, Kingston just can't put up with it anymore. Kingston got one victory over Brian already. The only reason I'm going to pick Eddie Kingston and just say my pick before you, only is because Brian Danielson is probably one of the few wrestlers. He can care less about championships. He just wants to have great matches. I don't see him ending the run by Ducey as being another strong victory for Eddie Kingston. Who you got? Uh, Brian said match <laughs> oh, wow. in this match um, just because of how they've been going back and forth um, and I think that he you know he does yeah he cares more about the quality of match than the match itself so one more pay-per-view dude but I see Danielson getting the victory I love to see it in a tag team match which is turning into a blood feud the F oh, the FTR the BCC Blackpool Combat Club Claudio and John Moxley as Yuta is out with injury, will face FTR. I saw their 20-minute match on Dynamite. I thought it was fantastic. This one needs to have a clear winner. I'm going to go FTR getting the win because, to me, Blackpool Combat Club, they are in the the interesting position to me that very few wrestlers can be in. I think they're in the Shawn Michaels uh, on Shawn Michaels' book. When I say that, Shawn Michaels, if you actually look at the second part of his career, from 2002 to 2011 when he retired, he actually lost a lot more than he won. And no one actually talked about it. To me, Blackpool Combat Club, everyone involved in that, they are so over, so protected, that them taking a loss a lot of times, people tend to forget that over the victories. So I'm going to go FTR, not that they need the victory. I just think these two these two teams will be, they, they, they're going to, speaking of bleeding, I would be surprised if all four of them aren't bleeding, but I'm going with FTR in this match. Who you got? The fact that FTR got put down this past, the way that they got put down makes me believe, well, okay, they're going to have a strong match with the pay-per-view because that, they don't they can't just put one down, they put both of them down. FTR gets the victory, Moxley and them, and we get another run. FTR uh, gets the victory here in the pay-per-view. Tom, timeless, timeless, timeless Tony Storm doing the best work of her career by far. Will take on Diona Perrazzo, one of the best technical wrestlers that we, and, and not, not just women, but one of the best technical wrestlers we have in the world right now. I'm going with Timeless. I don't I don't know when her reign's going to end. I actually, 
I, the only person I can think of that can possibly end it right now at the top of my head is not even back yet. And that's Miss Jamie Hayter, which she is scheduled to be back at any time. But she's she's away from that. But I don't think Deanna Perrazzo does this. But let me say this to you, JT. Here's the thing, because T- Thomas is, Tony Storm is winning. But to me, what's more important is what they do with Deanna after. You cannot put someone as talented as her in Ring of Honor. You know my gripes with Ring of Honor. We need Athena on a regular AEW proper. Deanna needs to be in the hunt, whether it's for the ABC, excuse me, ABC, the TNT Championship, whether it's the the Women's World Championship. The follow up with her is going to be very important because she is too talented to be on our Ring of Honor. And I say that with no disrespect to anyone who's on Ring of Honor, but Ring of Honor, as far as I'm concerned, has become AEW dark. Deanna is too good. This match, I believe, will be fantastic, but I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the booking of Deanna. After this match, but I'm, I'm stick with timeless Tony Storm to, to retain. Storm, um, at some point in the summer, to be a great match of Revolution, but I think Storm comes out with the victory. So the only reason I don't think Britt does it is because I think Britt is going to be just just and then once again it's his fancy booking at this point. But I think Britt, for the most, whenever she returns, for the most part, I see her feuding with Mercedes Monet. If Monet comes in. Those two have been going back and forth on social media for a few years now. I could see those two being in a, a blood feud for the most part of this year. And I think it's going to keep both of them out of the title picture because it'll be too easy to put Mercedes in the title picture. I think that's the way you keep her out of it is with that feud. But look here, if Britt came back, because Britt has not showed her face on AEW television so uh, this year. So look here, I would love to see it as well, but I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. But it's going to make for interesting TV, no matter what, when they both come back on. Um, Samoa Joe. As of right now, this is the match. So we're going off what the match is right now. Uh, we have Samoa Joe defending the AEW World's Heavyweight Championship against Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. I personally think this match goes to a one-on-one match because there is a rumor that um, Hangman has to miss the pay-per-view due to a personal thing. If it goes to a one-on-one match, I think it's going to be a, a double disqualification or whatever. I don't see it being a time limit draw only because they've done two time limit draws like twice in the last month. But if we stick with a triple threat match, Samoa Joe, no matter what's keeping that title, and I believe if we stick with a triple threat match, Samoa Joe is pinning Adam Page because Adam Page does not care. This, the storyline they're telling right now is Adam Page is so obsessed with Swerve not winning the title that he doesn't even want to win it. He just wants to keep Swerve from winning it. So I think he would willingly put himself in the Coquina Clutch or whatever just to take the pinfall or the submission so Swerve couldn't get the title. So I'm sticking with Joe either way to walk out with a championship. Who you got? Uh, Urban uh, Hangman match um, coming. So I think Joe retains by the see uh, Hangman taking the pin or the submission as well. I don't know what's next because Joe definitely survived this. It's just... Uh, I just want to see a great match, whether it's a three-way or one-on-one. Uh, but Joe, Joe definitely survives. And- In our second-to-last match, we have Ernst Cassidy defending the international championship against Roderick Strong. I'm gonna go with Roderick Strong because the, the United King, uh, you know, what the, the undisputed kingdom, they need some gold. They need some wins here. And with Adam Cole still being on the injury list, I got Roderick Strong being the first person to actually bring AEW gold into the family. Who you got? Man, I gotta agree. Um, they haven't really, as far as AEW go, the first real opportunity to bring one home in this uh, particular match and environment. If you're gonna pull the trigger now, the trigger, you know, time to do it. I think if 
they take another loss moving forward, yeah, they're going to, you know, on some massive lose time. So I agree, Strong gets the victory here. And the end of an era, we will see Sting and Darby Allin defend their newly won AEW World Tag Team Championships against the Bucks, the EVP Bucks. And um, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that Sting, who I'm sure fought like heck, he fought like heck, I'm sure, to not win those tag team championships. I'm sure he's going to go out the way that someone like him wants to go out on his back. I believe he's going to take the pinfall, and I believe the Bucks will have become the first ever three-time AEW World Tag Team Champions. Look here, I like what the Bucks are doing right now. I love the set. I know people have not been happy with the build after this, but, dude, the fact that you got to see them put hands on Sting's kids, then bloody up Darby, and, look, Sting's going to be gone. Darby can then chase with whoever he needs to chase with in order to get those tag team titles back or just to beat the Bucks up or whatever. But I think Sting's going to go out on his back, and I don't think Tony Khan's going to be able to talk him out of it. So I'm going with the Bucks to win Revolution and to end Sting's historic career and what a career he's had. And let me say this. You can say a lot of things about Tony Khan. He has done completely right. We were supposed to only, if you think about it, when Sting first signed with AEW, we were only supposed to get cinematic matches. And we got one cinematic match. After this, Sting became freaking Terry Funk jumping off stuff. He became crazy. And he's been treated with respect, dignity. This dude's done whatever he's wanted to do. He's wrestled with everyone he's wanted to wrestle with. And it has been a pleasure and an honor to see him get this last run that he so richly earned and deserved. So I got the Bucks winning. Who you got? Sting and Darby Flair overcome the Bucks, give up that third uh, run as tag champ. Then Sting, of course, moves on, and Darby is able to pick a partner of his choosing the, the tag team run, which the Bucks will unseat them. Interesting, interesting stuff. Always good to have JT on. I appreciate it. Do you have any final thoughts as we are heading to, I guess, the week of revolution? Do you have any thoughts uh, on this week of wrestling or anything you want to say before we get out of here? Looking forward to a strong week as far as in New Japan wrestling, TNA. It is a great season and great time to be a wrestling fan. You know, the road to WrestleMania, and there are a lot of storylines moving, a lot of moving parts. Champions that have not been champions, um, you know, especially when they were in WWE. Definitely rooting for those guys. Good to see gold on them and want to see what, what's going to happen move forward. So I'm excited about this upcoming week of wrestling and look forward to what you know what we have in all of these shows that's coming up. Um, you know, there are going to be some, some questions that are answered in all of these storylines that's going on in all these companies. And moving toward, you know, March, WrestleMania, it's just an exciting time to be a wrestler. For JT, for myself, I am this little chemical. This is I See Things a Little Differently. This is your Monday show. Hope you guys have a blessed week. Check me out on Wednesday uh, as well as we talk about Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. This is Slow Chemical, this is JT, and we are out.